welcome to the Unblock Your Business podcast. I'm Abby Rogers, success coach, business coach, and hypnotherapist. And I help high achievers and business leaders to take control of their minds to achieve incredible success, smash those income goals, and above all, create a life of abundance, well-being, and happiness. Join me as we slay imposter syndrome, level up your mindset, and get you feeling like you can achieve anything you want in your life or business. Because, you know, you really can when you get your mind in the right place. Let's dive in and look at how you can show up bigger, better, and more uniquely aligned in life and business today. Hello there. Welcome back to Unblock Your Business. So this is an episode today that I've been kind of sitting on for a little while, Um, just letting things percolate, just letting my mind settle a bit before sharing it with the world and putting it out there. It's pretty personal and all a bit new to me in many ways, but as you may have gathered from other episodes, I have recently realised I am neurodivergent. Now, when I say neurodivergent, I mean I have autistic and ADHD traits, and I know there's that familiar saying that everyone's a little bit on the spectrum. I've heard that quite a bit (laughs) since finding out, which I have also totally been guilty of saying and thinking myself in the past. So it's a very easy um, and standard kind of misconception. But I've come to realise that although we are all on the spectrum (laughs) to a degree, yes, Um, not everyone's on the spectrum to what you might call a significant or clinically relevant degree. I hope that makes sense. Um, There is a spectrum, there is a point on that spectrum at which you cross over into being classified as neurodivergent rather than neurotypical. Um, So I'm going to just dive into that a little bit more before I talk about how I found out and how it changed my life because I think this is really misunderstood and I'd like to help you just to get clear on it because I I certainly wasn't before I started looking into this more and and that's, you know, it's said with, with no judgment, it's just that I think we need to talk about these things a little bit more and help people really understand. Basically, if you look at the uh, screening test for autism, which is called the RAADS-R test, um, you'll find that a lot of people taking that test would meet some of the criteria, but there's a certain number of boxes you can tick and still be considered neurotypical. I fall outside of that neurotypical range, particularly in the social relatedness category, which to me explains why I just wasn't as interactive as some of my peers growing up. I'm definitely one of life's observers and I've always tended to do a lot better in low pressure conversations where other people are leading the way. Um, It's not that I don't have thoughts and opinions or, or know what I want to say, it's just that it can't I don't always get it out in quite the way that I want to. Um, I've also become a great listener as a result, though, which has made me excellent at what I do now. So, you know, pros and cons. It has has both of those. I also score quite highly on the CAT-Q, CAT-Q test for camouflaging autistic traits or 
masking as it's known which is very common in females and basically means that you get very very good at copying and mimicking normal social behavior to help you fit in um, that doesn't mean that you're consciously pretending or not being genuine or putting on an act but for me it meant things like thinking through what I was going to say in advance because I knew that I would struggle to get the words out and being conscious of my every gesture and smiling all the time because I thought that that would make me more approachable and acceptable and likeable. So those things became part of me because eventually all the things that we learn and repeat become subconscious and we just do them without even thinking. So I'm very much just a smiley person now, but it was probably something I learned to do to appear normal to be polite and to fit in as a kid when really I might have been quite happy in my own little world, sitting in the corner reading a book. You know? <laughs> now, as you can probably imagine, all that learning and processing and masking is pretty energy intensive. It's quite hard work to process and concentrate on appearing normal all the time. And I think that's why for me, I've always felt quite happy in my own company or in the company of people who didn't carry such an emotionally charged load or require such an energy investment. So people who were relaxed and easy to get on with, like my best friend, who just made it easy for me and understood my uh, quite naughty, quite literal sense of humour. And at school, I definitely preferred hanging out with boys because, uh, sorry, men not wishing to be rude at all, but I found them less complicated and they came with fewer behavioural and social rules. Um, so it just felt easier for me. I, I was labelled as shy, though I wasn't super smart as all those stereotypes of autism would always have you believe. So I didn't particularly excel. Um, I did well at school, but I had to work really hard for that, especially with subjects that I didn't find obvious or fascinating. And I think looking back, I had to work quite hard at anything that required quite linear, formulaic thinking, things like maths. Uh, I also tended to be very good at accidentally putting my foot in it, and <laughs> I'm quite sure I still am now from time to time. Impatient with mind games and with people that won't speak their truth, and very intolerant of BS and sycophantic behavior you know kind of creeping <laughs> behavior which hasn't always been easy rebelling against those things but it has at least kept me very much on the straight and narrow so I was I think perceived as this reasonably bright slightly awkward kid who just didn't quite get the normal social rules didn't fit in for some reason and it was probably really obvious to everybody else that I was trying super hard to fit in which of course is the fastest way to put people off you <laughs> really quickly. So I did struggle socially at school. I was bullied. I grew extremely self-conscious and anxious. And I think really all of this, plus all the pressure to be thought of in the right way and as a teenage girl to be the right shape, the right size, to do the right things, you know, all those things unfortunately are still rife at the moment. Um, that led to really poor self-confidence and to seeking solace in food, which really didn't uh, help reinforce that confidence thing one bit. 
Um, and then later years, university years, drinking as well to fit in more easily socially. So for years, I, I think I thought this was just me and that's just the way I am. Shy, introverted, anxious. I kind of applied those labels to myself. And then, as you may know, I uh, had a major epiphany, discovered hypnotherapy and mind management and my world completely changed because I got rid of all the anxiety that I built up around my social awkwardness and started to realise that I could learn to be confident and handle situations that I had previously thought were off limits to me. Now, I thought that was the end of the story, that that's just who I was. I'd had anxiety, I'd dealt with it, and now was much more confident and happy. Hooray! I thought, yay, that's that's that done. Now, I don't think I'd have asked any further questions or even thought that autism was a possibility for me until having kids made me start to look at myself and my interactions with people in a bit more detail. Uh, they always say they're your greatest teachers, and I don't think I'd even have looked at it then had it not been for a couple of news articles that caught my eye talking about how women with autism have been missed and misunderstood for years due to those stereotypes that we're all aware of. And I read those articles and I thought, oh my goodness, they sound exactly like me. Mm. <laughs> so I gather that very recently and largely thanks to a lot of the pressures of COVID and lockdown and people struggling with their mental health, we've started to understand that there are a lot more women out there in the same boat as me. A functionally, inverted commas, normal, going about their lives in society without anything obviously amiss. And I say inverted commas, normal, because what is normal anyway? I don't like that word particularly. Um, but without anybody guessing that they are struggling. And actually, behind the scenes, working their backsides off to lead and maintain normal lives because our brains don't process things in quite the same way as the average woman. Um, now, we all put on masks and we all struggle with certain aspects of life, but for autistics, certain normal day to day things can be that much more difficult. The flip side of that for me. Um, is that it means I almost have superpowers in other areas of life. So, for example, focus. I am rubbish at focusing on things that bore me or that I find challenging, like booking travel arrangements, uh, planning what to wear, keeping up with WhatsApp groups that I've been opted into, planning things like weekly meals, etc. I'm just, I'm very much someone who kind of wings it, waits to the last minute or goes for the easy option. Um, I get my meat and veg delivered and conveniently live near some shops so that I can just go and grab the essentials when I need to get them. I've also historically been pretty pants at keeping track of time, but I have got much better at doing that when it really matters. And I put strategies in place to help me to do that and to deal with it. Uh, on the other hand, I have this wonderful ability to hyper-focus, which is so useful, um, which is basically just being able to concentrate on one thing and get totally obsessed about it. Uh, like, for example, understanding how our minds work and how we can make them work for us. So I can get totally lost in reading and writing and listening to audios for hours and 
once I'm into a job, I will very happily lose days getting that job done really, really well. Case in point, when I was younger, tidying my bedroom was always an interesting one because I'd just kind of leave it right up until it hit chaos point and was a complete disaster. But then I would get absolutely lost and absorbed in reorganising everything to get it just right. Autistic grains were, were also great at lateral and creative thinking. So rather than following things through step by step and getting lost in the details, I'm really good at bigger picture thinking and at coming up with lots of ideas and solutions. Now that sometimes drives my husband a bit mad because I'm always thinking three steps ahead and frequently taking conversations off just randomly on a completely different tangent or going back to something we were discussing half an hour ago. It's like my thoughts just ping around and uh, he's, he's quite logical. <laughs> so I feel very lucky in many ways to have the brain I do, it might work a little bit differently and it's definitely brought its fair share of challenges. But I think all those challenges I've faced along the way have led me to where I am now and to learning so much more about myself and also to this deep desire to understand our minds and what really makes us tick and to really want to understand um, the human mind. I think that's um, quite possibly where it all comes from, but that's turned into a wonderful, wonderful career, which I absolutely love. So it's been great in so many ways. And I feel like for me, it's it's no coincidence that I found myself following the path of entrepreneurship. I am very happy here. I get to hyper-focus on my zone of genius and then enjoy sharing it with the world, which suits me down to a T. And I'm really not sure that I would change anything about that. And the coping strategies and techniques that I've had to come up with have helped me get super organised because if I didn't have awesome systems in place for staying on top of all my projects and plans and have ways to keep them streamlined, for example, I would be completely lost because there's so much buzzing around in my brain and I can very easily disappear down rabbit holes and just forget what I should be doing. So it's really forced me to learn how to be excellent at things that don't really come naturally or don't tie in with the way my brain works. And I think although it's been a steep learning curve, uh, that's also a real huge advantage. And because I've had to systemize to keep my brain on track, I can now help others do that too. Um, whether they also are neurodivergent or whether they are people with a functionally uh, normal neurotypical brain who just struggle with systems and getting themselves organized so it's been been really helpful in that way too so for me uh, realizing that I have autism has been like a huge light bulb moment um, not only have I learned how to make the most of who I am and overcome the anxiety that held me back for such a long time and turn my autistic superpowers to my advantage. But I now also understand why I feel the way I do and respond the way I do and why certain things for me have always been a bit of a sticking point or a struggle. And that's quite a relief in many ways. And the lesson for me has been that it's it's okay. Um, which is, is a big one. The fact that I can't follow a sequence of directions 
without massive concentration is normal for me and that's okay I kind of have to process it and take it in for myself first (laughs) and the fact that my mind wanders off midway through someone reading me a menu for example that's again normal for me if I read it for myself and take time to process and digest it then I'm fine Um, but if somebody's reading at me I can't can't do that doesn't work (laughs) the fact I can get so wrapped up in things and be completely head over heels passionate about them is is wonderful and makes me very very happy so things like my business I can really zone in on that and that's just this complete massive wonderful obsession but um I don't for example give two hoots about the latest fads and fashions that's completely normal for me that's just the way I work and that's that's okay um the fact I get bored easily and I flip from hobby to hobby and from book to book and read five or six books in one go, also completely normal for me and pretty darn useful. (laughs) That's um, probably a little bit of the ADHD bit creeping in by the way there. I'm very, very distractible, very much a butterfly, apart from when it comes to focusing on those really, really important things. The fact that I can't stand interruptions, that's also just me and that's okay. And I have most of my notifications turned off, never answer the phone, and that's also fine. I'll get back to people in my own time. And that's my way of keeping my mind clutter-free so that I can think straight. And that's great for me. Um, The fact that I can't stand the idea of being constrained to just one niche, even though I know it's technically the easy route to success, um, again, brings its challenges, but that's fine. That's that's how I am and that's how my business is going to be. I also don't love the constant need to show up and be present and be a social media circus. But I do love wanting to share deeply and in an emotionally connected way like this. And that works so much better for me. There's this big uh, myth, I think, that autistic people are not emotional people or loving people. And I really would argue against that, I think. Um, Certainly for me, I think often we have very deep emotions um, and very, very deeply empathic, but it can just be a struggle to um, connect those to to the outside world. So this, for me, is a wonderful way of being able to do that and to, to share. It's all okay. All this stuff is, is okay. It's just me and who I am. And if you're listening and in a similar boat, I think it's a really powerful realisation. Um, things like struggling when I'm caught off guard things like needing to plan bullet points if I'm speaking so I can stick to my train of thought Um, and things like being wonderfully intuitive and empathic when it comes to coaching people through their emotional and mindset struggles. I think that's all part of the picture and that's wonderful too. I can't cope with too much clutter unless it's my clutter and then it's fine. (laughs) I don't love too much noise but I can get utterly lost in music and randomly find myself singing along in the supermarket because tunes just get stuck in my head and (laughs) I have to sing them. need to remind myself to stay in compassion rather than empathy when there's a heavy emotional load around so I don't get dragged into a negative spiral. I think that's so true for any empath but I think it's it's also part of the picture for me. I'm a bit rubbish at remembering birthdays 
well, actually really, really good at remembering them two weeks before I need to remember them and then forgetting them until it's almost too late. That's, that's been a thing for a long time and I've had to get better at planning for things like that. And a million other things that have made me and do make me perfect for this crazy, exciting world of entrepreneurship. And they are all okay. They're all just how I am and who I am. And the lovely realisation for me was that that's that's just me I don't have to change I just have to turn my uniqueness to my advantage and honestly I think that's something that we all need to remember however neurotypical or not we might be we are all just humans and we are all uniquely wonderfully different and diverse and ourselves deep down and we should celebrate that We all have our own quirks and traits and superpowers to bring to the table and we should all just accept and celebrate ourselves for who we are and the way that we are 100% of the way and harness those quirks, find ways to adapt to things that we don't find easy or just accept that they aren't something we need to worry about. Maybe they're just not that important and stop trying to force ourselves to be anything other than our already perfect and beautiful selves. And as I think I've said before, um, our superpowers, I think, lie in the way we overcome and adapt to our struggles. It's not in reaching some sort of unattainable perfection that we become powerful. It's in the struggles that help us get there. So let's celebrate who we are and keep pushing ourselves to be greater, but forget trying to force ourselves to be different. Let's go for greater, better version of who I fundamentally am, rather than I need to be different from who I am. Now, since I've started talking about ASD, autism and ADHD on social media, I've had a lot of women reach out and tell me that they think they might identify with this too. Um, which is not entirely surprising because entrepreneurship ticks a lot of boxes if you're non-neurotypical. So I hope this has been interesting and helpful to you, whether you are neurotypical or not. Um, If you think you might be equally blessed with autism or ADHD, you are very welcome to join our Facebook group, which I will link to in the show notes for this episode at www.unblockyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast. So come and check us out. Um, It's called Autistic and ADHD Entrepreneurs. Pretty easy to remember. I've also linked in the show notes in that blog post the two screening tests that I mentioned. So if you did want to get a bit of an idea of where you might sit on the spectrum, if you have any any concerns, then um, yeah, just click through from www.unblockyourbusiness forward slash podcast Uh, find this episode click on it and you'll see the whole blog post there and it's linked in the text there and of course if I can help with anything personally then just reach out Um, my email address is there too so I hope that has been interesting and insightful and um, I will be back next week and I hope you have a wonderful week in the meantime take care thanks for listening I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode If you have, it would be incredible if you could pop a review on iTunes, Google or your favourite podcast platform. Don't forget to subscribe for more incredible mindset and strategic updates every single week. 
And I would love you to head over to www.unblockyourbusiness.com where you can pick up free resources for imposter syndrome, money mindset, and so much more. And join my incredible email community, The A-List. See you there.